Is it just me, or does it seem like this heat wave got everybody just losing their mind? I mean, like, we already be talking about in New York when the summer comes, like, oh, Lord, summer coming, like, it's usually more crime, more gun violence. I don't know. People get aggy, you know? People just don't, you know, you do all up on top of me, you getting on my nerves. The heat just drives people crazy. And I just noticed that ever since this uh, heat wave been coming over, like, people been losing their mind. Like this woman who took it upon herself to set her ex-boyfriend's car on fire. Child. Oh, come on, Chopper Squad. I know that we all done see this motherfucking clap. Because the shit is viral and it's, it's everywhere. They done made it into a video. They done turned it into a meme. They done did a thousand things with this clip. This girl. Damn it, yo, bitch. She almost lost her life. <laughs> almost lost her life trying to retaliate or something so dead ass when i saw this video i couldn't tell i was trying to figure out if it was real or not because there's just a lot of things that stuck out to me like one epic fail epic fail reason number one it's broad daylight bitch like <laughs> yo it's broad motherfucking day hell it might be early to fuck in the morning i don't know but it's daylight right a second thing with Shorty that I noticed. Um, I, it's like, all right, forget that it's day, right? It's impulsive to me. It's impulsive. Like, bitch, did you think it through? If you thought it through, you might want to wear at night, first of all. Second of all, I'm looking at her silhouette, and I, and I know, I know personally that I've seen people I know over the years on the north, whether I was in high school with them, went to high school with them, or just knew them in life, or just ran across them, or it was mutual friends of other people. I have seen people I know on surveillance. I have seen people I know on surveillance. And they could be messed up, whatever. I'd be like, oh my gosh. That's pookie and all. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just know that. Do I call 888 tips or whatever and turn these motherfuckers in? No. But I damn sure tell everybody. And in Nassau, when I used to live in Nassau County, they used to have this um, Nassau's Most Wanted show on this um, Nassau County local channel. And one day... Somebody told me that somebody we knew, ex-boyfriend was on there, wanted for a warrant, a bench warrant or something like that. They took you up there for anything from a bench warrant to anything that was serious, like burglary, assault, robbery, or whatever. It didn't matter. If you were wanted, you was on there. And we see people on there, too. But, of course, that was their mugshot. Before it was their mugshot, um, or before they knew who it was, like, the show would update. So, let's say at first they would show the surveillance. That is so-and-so. That is so-and-so. Give about two or three weeks. Somebody called in. They got the name now. Now they know the name, but they can't still find the person. So now they need a tip on to where the person is, that type of stuff. So my point is, I'm looking at this bitch in a while, and I'm like, bitch, I don't give a fuck. If that's my car, if I'm that nigga, and I come out and I look at this video, I... I bet you a nigga be like, I know that ass from F anywhere. That's Tiffany, dumbass. That's Tiffany motherfucking crazy ass done tore my motherfucking car up. Fuck. Yes, like that. Like, I'm sure a nigga could just look at that bitch and just be like, yo, I know that bitch body from head to toe. Whether I don't love, I love her, don't love her, fuck the every which way or whatever. Like, I know that ass. Like, that ass belongs to fucking Jada. <laughs> if this was August, he'd be like, that's fucking Jada's ass. I know that ass from anywhere. So that's what she did. I think it was just impulsive. Second, I'm sure you and I can only imagine. I feel like in my mind, I want to say that the seats was leather or something really flammable on top of the fact that she doused that shit. Now, when I first saw this video, the fact that this woman had gloves on and a mask did not necessarily seem odd to me. 
because this is how motherfuckers is walking around these days. This is perfectly normal these days to look like a a, 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 a robber, a killer, a thief, or somebody that's just up to no good. No, this is what we are about now. Just coming outside looking like we straight up thug life. Okay, so I thought this bitch car ran out of gas because then I seen to take out this tank. I'm like, all right. Damn, she probably, you know, trying to, what's she going to do? Try to refill her car tank with gas. Gas tank with gas. They end up some shit going wrong. Child, she doused the thing. I was like, whoa. I was like, no, this goes left real fast. Did y'all see what the fuck she used to ignite the flame, though? It was not a match that she threw. If she, if she threw a match, the blast would have still been strong and it would have hit her. But the fact that she brought she brought that shit, I don't even know what you call it. It's it's that little it's that long stick shit that they got a little trigger at the end. Everybody knows I use it usually to like light the pilot in the fall, like for the for the heat for the house or whatever. Like I use it for that. Or some people use it to light the burners on their stove. Or some people just use it to light candles in their house. Like that. You could use it for damn near anything. You could tell this bitch. Just, that's why I said it was impulsive. She's like, all I'ma need. She's like, shit, I ain't even gotta worry about hiding myself. It's COVID. Bitch got a mask, gloves. I'ma just put a motherfucker hoodie on. I don't even need no motherfucking head tie. Bitch just gonna come out like this in my regular ass sweatpants. <laughs> Broad they like, cause I got a mask, bitch. Who the fuck's gonna see me? I'll bring this tank of gas out. They probably would. You know what I'm saying? And, oh, by the way, what I'm gonna get, oh, I don't need no lighter. I'm just gonna go right here in the kitchen in the drawer and I'm gonna pull out this little candle lighter stick shit. And that's what she did. Because she had to dig and fucking, bitch, she might have, she practically stuck her head in a whole oven. She practically stuck her head in a whole fucking oven. Not even a traditional oven where, like, the fire is underneath the grill. You know what I mean? And you could see the glow and feel. No, bitch. I'm talking about that, like, 18th century oven shit where they stuck whole bread. Motherfucker, that shit. They probably do pizza until this day. No, the pizza one still is modern. No, she stuck her shit up in a... Bitch, she might as well have stuck her mouth, her head in a fire-breathing dragon mouth. That's basically what I'm saying. And that's where shit went wrong. Bitch had to lean in in order to get that flame to hit the accelerant. Boom. (laughs) I thought she was dead. Oh, my God. I thought she was dead. I was like, oh, yo, but the the bitch bounced back. And when she got up. I was on the floor. Now I can laugh. Now I can laugh. Okay, now I can laugh. When she when she did that shit, she was dumb. She got hurt. I was like, oh, shit, see, she wasn't thinking. Got the, then I'm thinking like, damn, bitch, you so mad. You don't even give a fuck about if you damage somebody else's property, which I'm not sure if the window on the other person's glass broke or not. But my point is, let's say it did. Or, God, I only know. Did you see the damage to that car after they fucking finally got that fire out? Like, done off. Like, it's gone. Gone. Lost. Like. And I heard that they caught her. I'm not sure that this, but I'm pretty sure I saw her fucking mugshot. I thought she was dead. So this bitch was laid out. Boom. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> Yo, it got so real. The person recording it inside their house in the window had to step to the side. I was like, oh, shit. They had to get out the window. That blast was strong. Boom. Make sure it was safe. Got back in the shot. Shorty got up. <laughs> Shorty got up like, yo, y'all be ever watch Halloween? Y'all ever see what Michael Myers, they think he's dead? And that nigga be laid out flat on his back. And then all of a sudden, they be their backs be turned to him. And you can still see his figure in the back, like, laying flat. And they think he's dead. And all of a sudden, that shit just shoot up. Shoot, like, it's mad scary. That's how she shot up. That bitch was dead for, like, 10 seconds. 
yo. She was dead for like 4.5 seconds. Then she just said, you, I will not die. Because, you know, evil does not die quick. And evil does not die easy. That bitch is, she is undefeated. <laughs> she got her ass up and started crawling. Now she want to get, now she want to start remembering what they taught her ass in grade school. Not to stop, drop, and roll, but something along those lines. At least stay low, bitch. Crawl, duck. <laughs> And she might would have kept on going too. If it wasn't for the fact that she remembered I left this shit behind. The gas tank and all the stuff. Okay. The gas tank and the and the damn igniter shit. And she just dipped off, yo, and she just dipped off. And so it's just like a thousand I feel like, first of all, there's only one clip. So thank God for this person who just happened to be home and just happened to be looking out the window. <laughs> This is one hell. Bitch, not only did you think you was going to get away with it, you did not. You did not. And your ass going, you know you going to jail. On top of that, you went viral, bitch. So everybody done seen it. Oh, if I was the cops and the arresting officers, I would have had a blast of finding out who this bitch was. I mean, yes, you did something wrong. It's arson. And I, yeah, but the longer I've been in the game, I, it's probably not my first time I've seen this and you know, vandalism or whatever. But. I think the fact that it's a viral and the fact that I've probably seen it and it's probably in my case, I believe it was Wisconsin, but like in my case, in my princess, and I get this case, yo, I have got to meet this girl. I have got to meet her. We got her? You got her? Oh, we found her? <laughs> yes, we're going to press drop, but at the same time, we're going to be like, damn, girl, you was really mad. What was you thinking of? What was you thinking of? So according to the um, story... Shorty had found out that her man was cheating on her. And this is what I saw. I said, that shit is impulsive as fuck because she just took her ass right on. I don't even think she's, a, I don't think she's ashamed of that. I don't think she's mad that she got caught at all. I do appreciate the laugh. Oh, my God. I cannot. If you are having a bad day, it's too many variations of this video for you to watch. I done seen the gospel church version called Fire. I done seen it all. I done seen them do the, um... What you call it? The next Friday with Day Day when the when the girl was supposed to be messing up his car, but now they don't flip it to the instead of the girl uh, scratching up his BMW or whatever, they got the girl outside trying to set the shit on fire and Day Day running down the stairs like, help me do something, y'all just standing there. That shit was funny. Yeah, I just be hitting these shits over and over. I was laughing till I had tears in my eyes. Oh my gosh, girl. You can't, y'all gonna have to do better with this, man. Y'all, all I just want is y'all get smarter. Broad daylight with the candle flicker shit, and then you gonna lean all the way to fuck. Y'all gotta do, you gotta do some research. That's how you know it was impulsive. But you should know how many feet to stood, stand back, all of that at his crib. Well, she probably did know there wasn't no cameras there, but little, that's what you see. That's what I'm gonna start doing, looking out my motherfucking window more often. What the fuck is my neighbors doing? You know. What they significance others be doing? What am I missing that night? Start peeking out this shit a little more often. <laughs> Keep a camera rolling. Because I couldn't imagine what you thinking. You sitting in your house, you mind your business. I don't give a fuck what you was doing. You just looking out and you just see the bitch. You're like, oh. I think the first thing that would have stood out to me is that gasoline tank. I would have been like, well, where is she going? But that was, once I seen her stand by the car, especially on the side of a car where a gas tank usually is, I assume well, her car ran out of gas. But when I see that, like, what are the odds that his windows was down? 
Like, what are the odds? Yo, y'all got to roll y'all windows up if y'all know y'all got crazy motherfuckers in y'all lives. She had the luck of this nigga having the windows down. He could have the windows up. What was she going to do? Just throw it on top of the car? She could have did that, too. I'd have been like, what? And on top of that, what I appreciate the most or what I'm very impressed about the most with this person who recorded this is the lack of, 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 of oh, shit. Oh, Yo, she's been, she dead ass. Yo, I am the type of person I'd have been talking all over this video, even if I was just like, oh my God, oh my God, she really put a gas in the car? Oh my God, she really, oh, oh, yo, I'd be like, oh, she just, is she dead? Yo, I'd have been talking all over this video. This person is calm. They just like, you could tell this nigga's a people top motherfucker. Whoever did this shit is just used to spying on niggas like, <laughs> just goes to show you someone is always watching just move like someone's always watching out here y'all that's all i'm gonna say i didn't even mean to spend that much time on this girl but yeah moving on kanye kanye west oh gosh child i don't want to talk about kanye since it started but see with kanye once certain certain stories especially if you know if you have an understanding of who they're dealing with or who they're talking about or what type of case they deal with, sometimes I used to comment on every story. But I'm like, this Kanye shit is going to keep unfolding. I am not, I'm not even going to comment on anything that's happening yet because it's just going to keep going. Sure enough, I was right. This thing went left fast. First of all, Kanye for president, I was like, no, I don't even, I'm trying to figure out who endorsed this, who was behind it. I'm trying to, you know, when, when he started doing this, the first thing I said was, where is, it, where is Kim and them? Right? That's the first thing I said. Because I'll never forget when this Black Lives Matter thing started. <clears throat> My boo was like, I'm surprised Kanye ain't coming out with all his, you know, black empowerment and saying, I said, I'm, I'm pretty sure he wants to. I'm like, Kanye's always very vocal. I was like, but one thing I noticed is like, you know, when he's been married to Kim, whatever, if they could control him, and I hate to say control, but keep him under his meds or keep him in a way that he's not or away from it when he gets in his episodes, a way to keep him away from media or because, you know, he, he caused a lot of stir. With this Make America Great Again shit, uh, kissing Trump's butt, you know, like, that wasn't really, you know, he, he, they had to get him quiet after a while. They did that. Then they pushed Kim to the front. Kim was up here doing all this prison reform. Well, we're not going to, that's the other thing that was mentioned, prison reform and Meek Mills. But the point is, she came up and now she started making a better representation for the family or, you know, how she could. You know, the Kanye don't make a joke no more of himself. But now, all of a sudden, it's a Kanye first. Like, what the fuck is that? So now, <clears throat> Kanye had his first rally. Broke the hell down. It's all talking about all kind of things, okay? Uh, the one that, I guess, hurt Kim the most. But this is the one that, Kim and, and the family. The, the man even went out tweeting all kind of crazy stuff. Kim, he's dead accusing you of having uh, uh, some kind of inappropriate sex tape of y'all child, which... He says, I don't know, you have, and he swears on his mother. I think it is, isn't that what he said? I don't, don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure he said they could swear on his mom or something like that. That Kim has a sex tape of the child and is, you know, doing something. I said, okay, this is disturbing. He called Chris Jenner, uh, Chris Jun Un. That shit was funny to me. As far as I'm concerned, he just started letting it all out. And I said, well, damn. I said, well, well, clearly, he's on his own right now. That's the first thing I said. He's on his own. Uh, forget if he's not taking care of his medication. If he's not taking his medication, or if he is, you got to understand people who are dealing with mental illness, they uh, don't usually take the medication, not because they don't want to get better or they don't want the symptoms to go away so much as so the medication and the side effects of the medication 
is so uh, negative or adverse to them that they don't want to take it. <clears throat> now, if they're not finding other ways to combat this, which most people will either self-medicate now with drugs or alcohol or whatever, Kanye will be uh, substituting it with, then it's not necessarily getting better so much as it's getting worse. Now, if you can't manage to control this person, not control this person, but if you can't get the person under control in the sense of I'm close to them because I'm their wife, so I can emotionally connect connect to this person or they're my son or they're my daughter or my brother, you know what I'm saying, where I can emotionally connect and be like, calm down, you know what I mean, you know, come in the house, you know, sit down and relax, if that's fine, but if on, on certain days, if they don't want to be like that, they're not on their medication or something, <clears throat> like Kanye, I'm trying to figure out what the hell he told him he was getting ready to do with all this money, buy, build another damn village somewhere, what the fuck he told him he was going to go do Sunday church? At D.C. And they said, yeah, Kanye, go ahead and go do your Sunday church. And then the nigga was behind his, their back, set up a whole campaign in a rally and then started going off at the mouth. And then they heard about this and, oh, my God. And then shortly after that, the man started, uh, I don't know if they just, when he's alone, they just take the phones away from him or the computers. But somehow he got access to Twitter and he just started tweeting random stuff. But apparently what hurt Kim the most is the uh, talk or that he's his open admission to wanting uh her to have an abortion kim is uh they say very protective of the kids like most mothers are but at the same time i think it was the fact that she wanted to portray this image you know i always said from the beginning kim and kanye was one of those puzzle pieces you fit together that kind of didn't fit that they kind of made fit because kanye is a rebounder and Kanye is also very much a Vertigo guy, which the movie Vertigo by Alfred Hitchcock was pretty much a guy who pretty much uh, was in love with a woman who was his ex. They broke up. They, she he thought she died or she felt like she died. He found out the truth later. Later on in life, he ran into a woman that looked exactly like her, very similar to her, almost even exactly like her. But as he was dating her, he would literally change everything about her, like change your hair color. You should try this hair color. And the hair color was the ex's hair color and the new style of clothes he wanted her to wear was the ex's clothes and how to walk and literally just you know try to train her into becoming like you know Stepford kind of like this model replica of this ex so to speak so now they call it vertical syndrome and guys do that so the first thing is that Kim K and Amber Rose they both got the same birthday so remember it was Amber Fools Kim K and Amber always said when she was with him and she was dressing all that extravagant clothes like all the time that that was not never necessarily her style that the style that we had seen her with after and up until this day was her style and what she wanted but Kanye is very much um upscale or carpet is you know like very fashion you know forward and want to show up and show out so it, it was stuff like that they would clash on as well so when Kim came in she became like you know I think everybody her rumors like this model thing where he put clothes on her and I think at one point he was even saying that her toes was too fat and she needed to get some kind of surgery around her toes. But the point is it was just like this thing and then Kim obliged and, and then also somehow it, she seemed like Beauty and the Beast because she came in and she tamed this mother, this beast. Like this beast just came calm and, you know, just docile seemed. And you wonder how she did it. More importantly, you wonder how she put up with him. I, mean, I was just like, how did she do it? What did she just drug him every night and just, all right, Kanye? Just, what, is, what, and what, what is she? I mean, come on. You done been through a, a thousand husbands. Of, uh, I mean, well, not a thousand, but they, none of these relationships done really work. I'm not judging whatever. But, you know, Kanye is like, well, you're holding on to this for what? I never understood it. But I always felt like Kim was a good wife in the sense of that she always did 
protect Kanye. Or if not Kanye, if her family are very, you know, of themselves, very much like the Knowles and the Carters, just kind of like they want to cover each other and protect each other, especially the Kardashians been in so much damn, uh, you know, you know, um, so it's kind of like they want to, so Kim does that. That's why I know a lot of times when she'd be like, Kanye, I'm like, yeah, she's being the good wife, but I'm like, I know somewhere inside, but you're tired. Like, just don't tell me that you're not, I know you're tired, bitch, because I'd be tired. Like, you get, I know you have this, you're just like, bitch, oh my God, I'm just so tired of this nigga. Okay, I'm tired. And then there was accusations of her and Meek Mill having a little altercation or entanglement. And they denied that as well. So, I don't know. You know, we don't know because they ain't on the red table for her. You know, we just, and Meek said it, that was a cap. That does not, did not happen, okay? Major cap. That was not even on the table, and it didn't even happen, and they never even met before that. And when they did meet, that there was uh, other people there. Boom. That was supposed to be the end of that. Now, what do I think? I, I, I personally think Kanye sharing that personal thing about the abortion was very personal, but I think it's a very relatable subject. Um, abortion can be a taboo, but at the same time, this is a man who openly admitted what most men probably have in, admitted before and probably have not, that they did not want uh, their child. And this does not have to be, you know, some people say, well, this happens to people who are not married. Definitely. There's people who are married who might have already two children and either the wife or the husband say, I don't want any more kids. Okay, so that happens too. It's not always because, uh, you know, people just, just decide or whatever, so it was the wrong time. It's just sometimes people just be like, listen, we already have two. We're already, you know, we're dealing with this mortgage. We're trying to catch up with this debt. Like, can we really afford another kid? But the point is that, this, that somebody might have said, I don't know about this kid right now. I don't want this baby. I have my own friend whose father, that he knows the story that his father did not want. Of course, in time, his father, he was his father's firstborn. In time, the love grew. He married his mother. They had three, four more children, all girls under him, all his little sisters, whatever, and he loves being a dad. He's a great dad, and he's been there ever since, you know what I'm saying? But does my friend still remember the fact that his father did not want him? Yes. Does he state to this day that he still, he gravitates more towards his mother than his father, sometimes because of that reason, even though he does love his dad? Yes. So, yeah, it just happens. It's almost like the kids who uh, get pregnant and they get in trouble. For being pregnant, and it, or whatever. Maybe you're 20, maybe you're 30, maybe you just wasn't married, and your parents wanted you to be married. For some reason, maybe your parents were disappointed, whatever circumstances. But then the baby comes. It's like, oh my God, and all like, you're not important, your baby's important, type of thing. So I feel like he honestly admitted that he was wrong for that, though. And that knowing what he knows now, like going back to that thought, he's so ashamed because he knows just how precious and valuable his daughter's North life is. And I don't see that. I mean, I think Kim, she's all caught up in the image that she loses uh, part of the beauty of the story of it. But I think like many a man have probably felt that way and then seen or held their child or something later on and said, you know what, like, wow, like, it's just something that just captures us. It's, it's just, I don't know, something that God does. It's something that nature does. I don't know what it is, but it happens, you know what I'm saying? And so, uh, yeah, for him to just, maybe he wanted to purge himself. I feel like this whole thing was a purging session. I'm like, Kanye, is this a rally or are we at confession at St. Matthew's or something? Because this is what it felt like to me. It got awkward, obviously, because there's a time and place for everything. I don't know about that, but she's upset about it. I'm like, girl, I mean, it's real life stuff. Your husband's there. He had more kids with you. And he didn't say that he felt that way about every pregnancy afterwards. Just that was the first one. He had cold feet even, I'm sure. You know, but that's that's what it was. And he even admitted that he was also ashamed of feeling that way because his father was one that felt that way about him. 
and that he said that his mother had to make the decision to go against what his father wanted and to protect his life. And he said, that's what Kim did. She protected that child's life, and my mother protected my life. So I feel like that delivery of it, even though it was a taboo subject and it could be a little sensitive, I got what he was trying to say. The man was just saying something, and they started talking about Now, when he started talking about that Harriet Tubman shit, I said, listen, nigga, no. You know, I was like, this is, I was like, nope, nope, nope. You just said Harriet Tubman. <laughs> They built the underground river, but it wasn't to free the slaves. It was to bring them to work with white people or something like that. No, he almost damn it got booed. What I learned with Kanye, you cannot... I, when I was younger and I didn't really understand, I used to be like, you're dumb, he's stupid, what is he doing, ignorant, blah, blah. Now that I understand that he really is going through something and sometimes it's not... Um, Sometimes he's not all there. You know what I'm saying? I don't take it so personal. So when I seen him having a meltdown at first, I said, oh, here we go. But when he started tweeting, oh, it got juicy. Them tweets got juicy. I said, all right, he's letting it all go. But I feel at some point they just got a hold on him. Chris uh, got an apology. I believe um, Kim got an apology for the abortion comment. And he still has plans to run for president. So I don't know. We're going to watch and see how that unfolds. We're going to watch and see how that unfolds. I'm Rooting for Kanye, though. I just want to be better and happy. But at the same time, he makes other accusations like him trying to 5150 him. And, you know, like things, I believe stuff like that. You know, I believe, I, I believe, I pretty much believe everything that he said. I have a cousin who suffers from bipolar as well and a couple, anti-psychotic, a couple things. But one thing I know is that when he would not want to take his medication because, uh, like I said, the adverse re- the reactions or the side effects, made him just feel way worse or have terrible dreams or whatever situation or just like white white out dreams like it's just terrible things that he just stopped taking them if he had episodes he would get emotional and one of the things that he would do is just start to i wouldn't say purge but it was just like all the stuff would come out now some of the stuff that he starts to say it like if now where this episode happens at is where it happens at so if there's people around you know he's purging and he's saying things that's probably too personal for him for to probably tell people that he might have would have told me like, for instance, like, I know that he's down low. Like, he might start making certain comments about that or other things. or pain. Like, that's when you, like, you know, you, you got to go get your people, man. You got to get your people because not only is they probably just, like, you know, just saying too much. It's one thing to just purge. It's another thing when you just, like, they just getting too raw with it. You know what I'm saying? And that's what he did. I do believe that Kim tried to 5150 his ass because I'm sure that some days he gets so crazy in the house they are concerned about him trying to hurt him. I go, I'm, I'm, I'm sure Kim um, has been trying to, or he has been trying to divorce Kim and, ha- and haven't been able to. Maybe Kim just can't stand another divorce. It looks bad. You know, I basically want to say free Kanye. He even went as far as to say, y'all know the movie Get Out is about me. Yes, it is. We've all been saying that. I've even said that. Shit. Everybody said that. That's all they do is just swallow black men up whole and alive. It's true. Spit them back out. I think the only person who really is, tra- is Travis. Maybe that's the only one. Unless he's just a really good slave. and just, I don't know. But at the end of the day, something about Odom just recently started getting his life back together. Y'all see what happened to him. Mm-hmm. So, moving on. <sighs> what did I want to talk about after that? I had a little list here. Hmm. Oh my God, Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez. Now she, Tory Lanez got a friend coming out saying now that Megan is lying and that pretty much that he did not shoot her and that what he that it was an accidental discharge and also that nobody even shot at her foot that it was aimed at her foot and that it it, it was but it was still an accidental discharge. 
But then he also goes on to contradict his story by saying that she never was shot in the foot at all again, that she had got cut on broken glass on the floor from when she was walking barefoot and it was telling her to walk backwards. So pretty much if she says anything, he sounds like a thug or somebody who's just like trying to threaten her through the fucking news or something. So if she says anything, like anything else different from that or variation anyway, he didn't say variation anyway from the story from that or variations of the story is different from that, that she's lying. But pretty much if she tells you anything different than that or if she says anything else different, or especially if she got shot, then she's lying. I'm like, man, listen, I don't know what the fuck. Some people said that she, he found out that she had a dick. And when he found out she had a dick, she started shooting. I mean, they, it's a joke, but that's what they say. Like, that's what happened. I personally looked at the video and was like, what the fuck is going on here? It was a pool party, but I'm like, what was really going on in that fucking car? Like, what in the fuck was really going on here? You had First of all, the bitch that got out that looked like she had a bleeding foot didn't even look like Megan because she was way too slender, in my opinion. Like, she had a body, but she wasn't. A, I feel like the lady that got out in the second one was Megan, but they said it wasn't her. And she did have something on her foot, and she was bleeding. Then you had this little skinny, little short, you know, bird-chest-looking nigga laid out on the floor in some black, I guess you could say, swim trunks or some black shorts. And this is the most oddest scene you've ever seen in your life, and you still don't know what the fuck happened. Like, I don't know, but something happened in that car. Why this nigga was shooting? I don't know. Some people say he was with her. She wanted to break up. He had Napoleon Syndrome. You know how that is. He's short. He needed to compensate for something. Mm-hmm. Shot in the foot shot in the damn foot. Maybe he was watching Harlem Nights and he was inspired by that scene with Della Ray and Eddie Murphy where she was like, bitch, I will shoot your pinky toe. I will shoot that shit clean off. She said, you ain't gonna shoot me in my pinky toe, nigga. You shoot me in my pinky toe, I'll kill your way. And he shot her right in the pinky toe. Maybe he was trying to tell her, bitch, if you don't, maybe he called her trying to take some money or she just, or maybe she smoked way too much bud and she didn't put in and she said she was gonna go and get some money and she didn't. A thousand things could have went wrong in that motherfucking car. But something went wrong. I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to take for us to get the store. Maybe we get it one day. I don't know. I'm done. And so I think that's all I want to cover for now, Chapel's Counters. Nicki Minaj is pregnant. Everybody is. And some people are getting real disrespectful because of her age and stuff. But Oh, and also because of her um the status of her husband with that sex offender. Like, why can't people just be happy? Can't people just be happy, loud, and just birthday babies? Had a baby's lord. Ah, yeah, that's about it. So, oh, Olivia de Havilland is dead from Gone with the Wind. That is Miss Melanie or Miss Melly. Oh, she's just such my heart. My mother put me on to Gone with the Wind when I was younger, and I remember it was a summer and I was bored. And she's like, and it was like a heat wave kind of thing, so I was gonna be home all day. And she was like, well, if you're going to be bored, I'm sure like, you're going to be bored. So she's like, if you um, want, you should watch this movie. She always recommend movies to me. Like, every classic I know my mother put me on to. She's like, going with the wind. She's like, it's long, so it'll it'll pass the time. So I watched it, and I really got through it in, in the day. A child, about 13, 12, and I really liked it. I like Scar, like the story. But one thing, I, you know, one character, and she was the oldest living character in that movie, uh, Going with the Wind, the oldest living character, 104 years old. One thing about Miss Melanie, she was very humble, very, very sweet, very, very uh, passive, sometimes too passive, because Scarlett always wanted Ashley, and Ashley was Miss Melanie's husband, but cousin. It was a cousin that she ended up marrying. But Ashley was very much in love with Melanie, and Melanie very much in love with Ashley. But even though Melanie knew that Scarlett was after her man, and I mean relentlessly, shamelessly after her man, like wouldn't care if Melanie dropped dead, wouldn't care if Ashley said today, fuck Melanie, I'll get with you right now. This is dead ass. Like Scarlett was wanted Ashley. 
The only guy with red off the strength of like, oh, whatever. Then she got with another husband. All the husbands she had was just something to get in between and just pass the time and make money and get by until hopefully Ashley wanted her ass, okay? Or Melanie dropped dead. And then Melanie finally dropped dead. And even then, he was like, nah, girl, I'm sorry. Like, I know I cared for you in the past and we had something before I got married, but my heart will always be with Melanie. And that's when she realized, shit, nigga, I spent all this time chasing after you and I had Rhett. And then Rhett, by that time, was just sick and tired of her shit. That day he saw that shit, he said, damn, this Melanie ain't even been dead five minutes and I'm standing right here and you already in Ashley lab talking about let's get together, you know. And meanwhile, this is the type of person this Melanie was. If, they, if, if people said, and this was true, that they caught Ashley and Scarlett kissing in town at some whatever because Ashley, because Scarlett threw herself on Ashley, but somebody saw it, Miss Melanie would be like, Oh, you know, I don't think you know what you mean. I think uh, you might have just overseen something or, or your imagination is just running wild. I think what you saw was just a very passionate hug between friends. Like, she'd be like, Miss Scarlett is a sweet person. It would never do such a thing. Right, Miss Scarlett? It's like she would check Miss Scarlett, but at the same time, giving Scarlett a pass. So she would never let Miss Scarlett get shamed. But she would also protect her husband. But she also knew that Miss Scarlett wasn't shit. But she also knew that her husband wasn't going nowhere. And this is the type of person that Melanie was all the way to the end. Hell, when Miss Melanie was about to have the baby during the Civil War, she was like, shit, I want to go. Scarlett wanted to get the fuck out. She was like, Rhett, send us a carriage. We're getting the fuck out of here. He was like, well, Miss Melanie about to have a baby. She was like, I don't give a fuck. It's Ashley baby, and she's probably dying childbirth and all that. He was like, now, what if Ashley come home and find out that you left his wife here with his child and they died or whatever? You think he's ever going to want to be with you? Because he knew that even though he loved Scarlett, that Scarlett wanted Ashley. But he was trying to tell her, you think he will ever want to be with that type of woman? Then she was like, damn it, fuck shit. And so she helped the bitch deliver the baby just off the strength of, so that Ashley could look at me like, look, I helped deliver your baby. I didn't leave your bitch to die. And I mean, this is a And all the while, Miss Melly was just like the sweetest bitch that ever was. This bitch, Miss Melly, don't exist. If this bitch, Miss Melly, if Miss, Miss Melly, Miss, I don't, if, you know who like Miss Melly? Sealy from the color purple. The only Miss Melly there was ever was Sealy with Suge. Let the bitch just come lay in the house, all kind. But wait a minute, that was different because Sealy was with, you get what I'm saying though, as far as just like, no, you know that it's going on, but you're still sweet and kind to them, too kind. You should really be like, bitch, you harlot, hoe, you fuck my husband, ride my house, you ain't got no shame, you shameless slut. Nope, nope, they just all, oh, she's so sweet as pie. After one of Scarlett's husbands died, she went home, oh no, <laughs> she had married um, Melanie's brother, I think out of spite because she wanted to be closer to Ashley and hope to be like see if him her and Melanie him and Melanie fell out type stuff got divorced it never happened eventually Scarlett's husband Melanie's brother died in the war they sitting there she's supposed to be mourning she was at the dance dancing and dancing with other guys and somebody came up to Melanie and said your sister-in-law should be grieving but she over here at this party looking like miss too hot to track you know what I'm saying like Something's wrong with that. And she was like, oh, well, you know, she was cooped up. And if she's sad and she wants to dance and let her dance. But really, it, I'm, it's like, you wanted to slap Melanie. Ugh. Bitch, wake up and kill this bitch. You, you need to get this bitch up out of the run out of town and tell her you know everything about how sleazy she is. And she never did it. And Melanie was one of a very beloved character. Her name was Olivia Davon. And I thought that she was, uh... Very nice, very sweet. You know what I'm saying? Very, very nice. Miss Melly was the only, the only, the only uh, odd thing she ever did in that damn movie was marry her um cousin. But that was how it was at the time. Which means it's our last point before I go. I remember that uh, Gone in the Wind was in controversy lately or recently. I shouldn't say lately, but in the past before COVID. I don't know, whatever. During. 
because they were saying about the slavery thing, and they didn't know if they was going to appear on HBO, Showmax, or what, Cinemax, or whatever, Showtime. Don't quote me because of that. And every time I watch the, uh, that movie, the Gone with the Wind, I've never watched it in an offensive way because that was the time. Everything I, I, I watch, I watch as in understanding the time. You have to understand what time it is, you know, or what the times were. I actually technically look at Scarlett's family as one of those few white families that actually had uh, slaves that they actually were good to, okay? Because other than that, I don't never really see no real mistreatment of slaves in that movie. And it also depicts when the Civil War happened, which eventually was going to lead to the emancipation or the freedom of slaves. So all it did really to me was just document like something like everybody loved Mammy and any other colored worker that was in the house. But that, if that was the times, that was the times. You know what I mean? Nobody was going in there raping the, those slave women in the movie or anything like that. It was not like that. Hell, even Red loved Mammy. He bought her a red petticoat. At one, I mean, like Mammy was fair. I, don't, I just don't, I hear what they're saying. But I'm like, I feel like I've watched way other movies where they had way more offensive slave, Negro, like, talk type stuff, you know? So to me, I'm like, y'all, I, I don't, I didn't really see that. I saw a mammy who was the best mammy who had a relationship with her, with her child or her scarlet and who was there with all the, I don't say, what, what, what was wrong with that? So the only one that they did wrong was, was um, what's her name, Prissy? The one that said, I can't birth no babies. I don't know about birthing no babies, Miss Scarlet. She slapped the shit out that bitch. Why you told me you dishes? I don't know nothing about birthing no babies. I just said I did her don't birth no babies. Oh, Lord. That's when she was like, bitch, how are we going to save Miss Melanie now? Oh, she was rough on that little black bitch. <laughs> but that would have been too. And it would have nothing to do with the color of her skin. It would have had to do with the size of her brain. Like, why the fuck is her brain that small? <laughs> <laughs> you airheaded bitch talking about you know what to do it got me stuck in the house with you ugh alright that's it let me go y'all love you all be safe and I will see y'all here next time on Chalice Corner